1: Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with new episodes released every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson, thanks as always for hitting play. Yes, it is a Monday, and apologies if you're expecting a big interview show, but I'm all interviewed out for 2022, so they're going to return in the new year. But I didn't want to leave you stranded, so here's a This Day Rocks to keep you going. Now, today is December the 19th, and on this day in rock and roll history, way back in 1955, Carl Perkins, two days after writing the song, records Blue Suede Shoes, famously covered by Elvis, of course. It's one of the first rock rockabilly songs ever recorded. It's seen as being so important, it was selected by the National Recording Preservation Board into the National Recording Registry of the Library of Congress. All sounds very grand, doesn't it? Sadly, on this day in 1993, we lost Michael Clark. He was the drummer for the Birds and the Flying Burrito Brothers. He was just 47 years old. On this day in 1970, Elton John's first US hit entered the Billboard Hot 100. Your song would eventually rise to number eight in the charts. And on this day in 1969, the Beatles released their last Christmas record, the Beatles' seventh Christmas record, snappily titled. It was released to fan club members in the UK and US first. But for our main show, we are remembering someone who would have been 78 years old today. Born on this day in 1944 was Graham Anthony Barnes, better known as Captain Speedfingers' Alvin Lee. He was, of course, the lead singer and guitarist with the band Ten Years After. His lightning-fast guitar playing earned him the nickname Captain Speedfingers and was named the fastest guitarist in the West. Ten years after gave an iconic performance at the now legendary and iconic Woodstock Festival of 1969 and released big-selling albums like A Space in Time, Cricklewood Green and Stoned Henge. I spoke with his former bandmate, Rick Lee, no relation, on episode 29 of Vintage Rock Pod, and I'm going to play you a fun story from that interview where the record company messed with one of their big hits and the kind of funny effect it had on jukeboxes. And the one in the UK, which was a t- top 10 hit, went really big, was Love Like a Man. Although the record company or whoever it was that decided on who were going to release it managed to chop it from seven minutes to three, didn't they, when they released it?
0: Well, we, you know, Alvin certainly wasn't happy about that. Well, I don't think any of us were, but he t- he certainly wasn't. Um, and I mean, it's it's pretty silly because the, the guitar solo just goes, and that's it, just one <laughs> note. Because we, we, it was in the studio. We jammed it in the studio, you know. Yeah. So Alvin said, well, if you're doing that, then you've got to put the full version um, on the B-side. Um, and they said, well, we can't do that. It's too long. And he said, yes, you can. You put it at 33, then a third revs, like an like an LP in those days, yep. um, which finally they agreed to. So you had the A-side at 45 and the B-side at 33, uh, which was um, – a first, I think.
1: Yeah, I think it was. And I think it had uh, issues the jukeboxes at the time as well, didn't it?
0: Oh, well, that that was a problem. Yeah, we were in the south of France and uh, Leo and Chick and I went out for a drink to uh, Albert's bar. Albert was the local taxi driver and they had a little bar just down the road from where we were recording in Cap-Hara, south of France. David Niven, uh, the film actor, had a house on the opposite uh, promontory. And... Um, Went, went in and um, somebody got up and th- I think the people in the in the bar had recognized us. And somebody got up and put the uh, the single on, but they put the B side on, so it played at uh, at forty five. So it was, tw- it was twice as fast <laughs> as it should be. But um, the bizarre thing was they got up and danced to it um and when it had finished they applauded us you know and we had to sort of take a bow you know it, it was bizarre so uh we finished our drinks and left uh, we went down the next night and the same darn thing happened they repeated the process it was unbelievable talk about deja vu
1: Yeah, I can imagine. The wonderful Rick Lee there. You can hear the full interview with Rick where he talks about their incredible set at Woodstock, the performance that brought them US attention at the Fillmore East, or was it West? And so much more as well. Episode 29 for all those stories. And that's it for today's This Day Rocks. I'll be back tomorrow with more On This Day Rock goodness. But until then, take care.